Hey, Product Boss, it's that time of year again. The holiday season is just around the corner, and here at the Product Boss, we are getting prepared early for the holiday season. Now, we know you're going to have a lot more than turkey and pumpkin pie on your plate later this year. So we want to invite you to our free three-part workshop series, The Product Boss's Guide to Getting Holiday Ready and Recession-Proofing Your business. Now these workshops are brand new and revamped, and we're sharing some of the biggest tips and tricks on how to prepare yourself and your business. So you can two X your sales without two Xing your efforts. And with talks of a down economy, we want to make sure that you feel confident and prepared to push through no matter what. Listen, product boss, if we've learned anything over the past two years, we know you've got this and we're stronger building our businesses together. And honestly, we have way too much fun to call it work. So the first workshop kicks off soon. Head to theproductboss.com slash holiday to sign up today, and we will see you in there. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my unworried co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Carefree. Carefree. (laughs) No, seriously not, especially with the title of this. Maybe Maybe let me come into this. (laughs) You're not so worried. I am. I feel like I'm being proactive about it. So that's really what this podcast is about instead of reactive. Correct. Which we love to be proactive over here. If you've gone through any sort of mm, pandemic, social (laughs) issue. We've been through some things. Economic (laughs) downturn. A social reckoning of all sorts. Um, War in other places. Birth too, you know, (laughs) motherhood. You you know, know. we like to... (laughs) Go positive versus negative. <laughs> yes. We know that the being proactive is much better than being reactive. You know, it's something that we've learned in our life journey as well as as in our as well as our business journey. And is that being proactive and getting ahead and feeling like we're looking ahead is something that um makes us feel less worried about the future. Mm -hmm. Now, recession is the buzzword. We have tried not to use the word recession. We've talked about it as down economy, that sort of thing. Um, But, you know, it's on the lips of everybody. It's something that's being talked about on the news and in, you know, I'm sure your social circles, other podcasts Mm -hmm. are talking about it. And we want to talk about it because, well, it's not guaranteed It's almost self-fulfilling because the more people talk about it, the more they're going to stop spending and the more it's more likely to happen. Um, But people have money still, you know, people do have money. Things are more expensive. There is inflation. um, And this is just a way to course correct the economy. Now it's happened. We've both had our own businesses during the last recession in 2007, um, that sort of thing. And I'm sure a lot of you also were around during that time. Um, 
And so we've been through it. And what, what do we know? We know that it is a period of time where things feel harder economically and that we will come out of it. And then we will have another boom. So we want you to all to realize it's just a temporary thing. And okay, if you I have a stat your- for you. Okay. Oh, tell me. There has been 11 recessions since 1948, hey. averaging out to one recession every six years. Boom. So guess what? We've been through a lot of recessions. I know it feels scary right now, but honestly, Jacqueline and I have gone through, well, we thought one, it was the big one. It was where the well, we were adults birth. at that yeah. point. Yeah, we were adults. We realized, yeah. you know, we were in recession and, um, and then we had to navigate it. That was the difference, right? So I think that for all of us, we know recessions happen and we know that businesses either get through it or they don't. And some people get through it better than others. And our goal is to have all of you get through it. How and do you do tip. it? Huh? You What's prepare. T- I was yeah, going to say hot you prepare. <laughs> no, if you're listening now and you're still in business, you've just gotten through something that only happened a hundred years ago. Yeah. Once every hundred years. And, and I mean, cross your fingers, like, you know, but no, um, the, the idea here is, is that just remember how we felt the day that the world shut down in an absolutely unprecedented way and how much despair people felt or unease or what are we going to do? Remember people were like, people mm-hmm. were being told, stop Actually, selling. It just goes to show you how much innovation really is born from a down economy because people were, that was essentially like down in the way that spending was down and it ended up going up ticking in the online sphere. But we it catapulted. Just goes to sh- we catapulted. It was like, yeah. they said it was like a decade worth of we catapulted in that year for online commerce, like e-commerce. Think about the use I of I mean, Instacart. technology, it's because technology jumped during that yeah, time. Because we, so, we were forced. It was innovation. Yeah, yeah so innovation, is, but businesses being born. There was probably a, a ton of businesses born out of the pandemic. And so will the recession. Okay, here are some major businesses, 10 successful businesses that were started during economic downturns. Hewlett-Packard, in the 37 recession, Hyatt Hotels in the 50, hotels in the 57 recession, Microsoft in the 73 recession, MailChimp Chimp was created in 2001 and then the 2009 recession. Uber and Airbnb were were 2009 about 2009 recession. So Uber and Airbnb, don't we all wish that we invested back then when people were like, "Wow, you know, markets are crashing," and instead, like the people, uh, aka. Um, What's his name? Um, he's from where you're from, Iowa. Uh, the actor. Oh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, who, by the way, <laughs> there's one actor from Iowa <laughs> on the news. Um, if you ever listen to the Howard Howard Stern did an interview with Ashton Kutcher, he is so smart and has yeah, invested. Actually, in- that's not true. I want to backtrack. There is another person. I just want to put Iowa <laughs> on the map here. Okay. Who else? <laughs> the Aquaman guy. Oh, Jason Momoa. Yes, he's Gosh, so amazing. Him too. So he's just so. But anyways, <laughs> we move on. Um, so Ashton Kutcher did this episode with um uh Howard Stern and he talked about all of his investments. And he is a mega investor. Like every he also in- promotes it too. Like he I think he's an investor in Acorn, which teaches other people how to invest as well. Yeah, he's just genius. You wouldn't think that way from like 70s show, like Ashton Kutcher, mm-hmm. right? But, mm-hmm. um, but it was so hard smart. for me to watch his movies, I gotta say. <laughs> okay, but 
from a business perspective, we respect him because (laughs) he invested in Airbnb. He invested in Uber. He was one of the early investors where people were like, Matt, people are going to get into strangers' cars and ask them to drive them to places. Like, that's never going to work. I mean, I just taught my dad when an Uber was this year, I feel like. So So we want to say this with knowing that. And I started my consulting business for startup fashion brands in 2007. And there was such growth. There were so many people coming to the table with looking at, you know, maybe you get laid off from your full-time job and you need another way to to create income for your family. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you or had additional a, streams of income. Additional. Maybe it? you uh-huh. have a full-time job, but you're thinking, mm, I'm not sure what's going to happen with this. And you need, we saw um Bella Vita Candles do that during the pandemic where mm-hmm. she had to close her physical clinic and um had a candle side hustle and really leaned into the side hustle that turned into a full-time mega business that like provides an amazing life for her family. So as much as people are going to talk about the recession, we want you to close your eyes, think forward six, six months to a year, think about where we were at the pandemic and how we felt and then where you are today. And now think that through for this recession. People are going to ask you to click, clickbait. The world is ending, doom and gloom. It's, you yeah. know, but that's not where Mina and I want to take you. We want to just kind of help you it through this. It might feel that way right now. Remember at one time we were disinfecting our groceries. So oh, that's kind of where we're at on right the porch. now. We <laughs> <laughs> on the porch, literally wiping down every crevice. And, you know. And now I have to remind my kids to wash their hands with soap. I'm like, did you not <laughs> learn anything over the last two years? So it gets easier later on. Okay. It feels a certain way right now, but that's not to make light of it either. We will all go through the recession. We want to, you know, recession proof you, whatever, you know, buzzword everybody is saying of, we want to get just have you be more prepared because we're going to get through it. Like we have gotten through a lot of things and we're going to get through it together. Okay. Yeah. So real quick, quick favor for all of you. If you think that this episode is helpful and you're like, someone else needs to hear this more positive spin. And this actually can work across the board for any type of business owner. Um, But product-based business owner, we want to support all of you specifically during a down economy, right? To help you continue to sell and have a stable business and grow. Would you mind sharing this episode with somebody that you know? One, two, three people, maybe drop it into a Facebook group, Um, share the Product Boss podcast when you meet other product-based business owners. Um, We would like to help as many businesses as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Thank you everybody for doing that. Okay. Okay. So here are the three things that we're going to talk about today to help you on this journey together as we kind of navigate what we should be doing about the recession and especially this holiday season. Yes. So number one, it's like we knew. It's like we were prepared for this or something. <laughs> it's our favorite thing to talk about is why Jacqueline's saying that. It's diversifying, right? So uh-huh. diversifying is basically what we teach inside of our signature program and course, which is multi-stream machine, which is the idea. And we talk about this all the time. So um, this made so much sense in the last few years. It's going to continue to make sense. Is do you have a safety net? Because if all of your eggs are in one basket, and that basket gets flipped over, what are you going to do? That mm-hmm. that basket could be your full-time job. That basket could be your spouse's full-time job. That basket yeah. could be, you know, um, 
in person not working or selling online, Instagram. So many people are like, I used to sell on Instagram, but that's not working. Those are the baskets that are getting flipped over. So are you diversifying your sales channels to be in more places to sell to more people during a time where things feel uneasy? Yeah. When you are all eggs in one basket, even in like, let's say, you know, you're at two full-time jobs, corporate, whatever it is, you feel stuck because you have all your eggs in one basket. But let's take, for instance, Jessica Bellavita again. She wasn't stuck because she happened to have that side hustle that she had started. She was able to pivot very quickly because of that. So it allowed her another option, another alternative stream of income at that time. So the whole idea, the way that we have always taught it is that it's not about all, you know, you sell all the things everywhere to every person. No, no. It's you sell the things that work to the people, to the sales channels that you know will work best for where your your customer is at. And that is really how we teach you. So diversification really is about going deep and not wide, but in a way that it provides you additional streams of income so that you don't get stuck when you know, your main basket gets flipped over or your main basket gets stalled or stagnant of some sort. Yeah. I think we're talking about two things. I think two diversifications, which we haven't necessarily talked about specifically. So diversification of income. Mm -hmm. So income to your household, right? So it's the idea we always say like a millionaire is a millionaire because they have seven seven streams of income. Uh Now for just us, just, you know, people who have jobs and live in their lives, um, if you only have that one income stream or like yeah. say income is coming from, you know, two people who are married and both of their incomes contribute to the household, um, or you're single and you have your income stream. If something were to happen to your income and that were to get knocked out, things would feel extremely hard unless you have some incredible savings saved up. So, you know, you need to pay the rent or the mortgage. You have to keep the lights on. You want to have food. You still want to enjoy your life. So I think when we're talking about diversifying income, those of you out there that have started your side hustle product-based business, um, you have already diversified because now you have two forms of income, the one from your full-time job and the one that you're making out of your products. But this might be the time to start thinking about how do I generate more income from my product-based business or set it up that if something were to happen to my full-time job, I would actually have the second form of income to rely on. Mm -hmm. Right. And because you have less time, let's move into the second thing because we can get fully into this second version of it. I went to the income because you had given the example of uh, Jessica Piravita because that's where people will think, you know, that that is a consistent form of of income is a, a, a job, a corporate job. But that is not true because in recession, people get laid off, you know? So... If you and an innovation happens, that's how businesses are born. It's like people get their hand forced a lot of times. You know, we saw that um, with um, Marilyn of Gemini Fusion. We saw that with Johanna of Porter Supply Co. They all were born from the pandemic, but they came from corporate, you know. So the second version of that, we're going to go into what else you need to do during the recession. And that is leaning into what works, leaning into your best sellers is the way we teach you. So that is the business version that Jacqueline was um, talking about, the latter part of what she was talking about, which is, let's say that you have this side hustle and 
or this other business. You could be side hustle, you could be full time, but how do you diversify and where do you start? You diversify your sales channels. You do not diversify your product. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about, you know, do I need to be more doing more things? Mina and Jacqueline said diversification. That means doing a whole bunch of different things. No, what we mean is doing the same thing on more than one channel. So you can get diversification of your revenue, but not so necessarily diversification of your product because we want you to lean into the 20% that yields the 80% of revenue, you know? So really narrowing in and we teach you more about that in the workshops that are coming up. Um, the um, the product process is guide to getting holiday ready. And we talk about that in the bestsellers. We'll teach you how to do it. But the idea is that we're helping you understand what to focus on to get more money and to diversify in a much more strategic way when it comes to your small business versus trying to do all the things all at once to all the people. Yeah. So diversification here is diversification of income and diversification of revenue. So Mm -hmm. if you're selling on Etsy and you're making a couple thousand dollars a month on Etsy, right? And it's working and it's fine, but let's just say Etsy traffic starts to slow, right? Let's just say that people are not connecting or going to Etsy to buy all the things during a down economy. Okay. So now your sales start to slow. What do you do? Where else are you selling? Where else are your products showing up? Where else are other customers potentially coming to look for your products? Are you working on diversifying your visibility, your marketing? Like this also comes up. I know I bring up Instagram, but so many people are like, Instagram worked and now it doesn't work. Well, when you haven't diversified your platforms and you haven't diversified how you're connecting with people, then when things stop to work, you're, you feel dead in the water. Like you feel without mm-hmm. options. And so we've always supported all of you in terms of having options to create opportunities. And that's why right now, one of the number one things you should be doing and thinking about is diversification of income and diversification of sales channels and platforms, and even your visibility and marketing which is exactly what we teach inside of our signature program and course, which is multi-stream machine. Okay. Which mm-hmm. will be available. We're opening the doors in September. So if you're like, you've been waiting or you're like, this is exactly what I need. It's coming. Now, the second thing we think that would be really great to, I think that was the second thing. Are we on the um, third? A little bit, but like, we'll just go deeper. It's about saving money. Oh yeah. I forgot. Switch that <laughs> I switched <know>. up, huh? <laughs> you did a, you did a point B to point one. <laughs> one point, yeah, one B. One we B. did one A and one B, okay. <laughs> so the second thing to really be doing during the holiday, holiday season goes back to what Mina was talking about in point one B. <laughs> <laughs> was saving money, okay? So saving money. Now, a lot of you are going to think, oh yeah, saving money. Like, let's just stuff some dollars under the mattress. Don't spend on anything. Save all the money. Like, you Oh, know, I know the what coins. they're going to... I bet you anything, all of them are thinking I'll cut out my marketing. Mm-hmm. Automatically, that's what small businesses will, will do. I, Having worked with tons of small businesses, even before as a graphic designer and as a, like a project manager, it was always the marketing that people were like, I'll just quit marketing because it felt like, hey, you know what? That... I'll just quit doing that. But it will cut your legs out from under you if you do that, you know, because you need to sell. And um, what we're talking about is you need to look at what things that could be cut that would be more, More, that would not cut. Efficient. It won't cut the legs out from under you, but it's more of an efficient way of saving money. 
Yeah, because here's what I want to say is that, and you know this too as a customer, there are still going to be places you buy from. Like there are still going to be extra things that you buy. You're still going to Target, right? Mm-hmm. You're still going to, if there's a brand that you love and there's a sale or you need something, you're still going to buy it. You just might be buying less, right? Yeah. As a customer, you might be buying less. You might be being more thoughtful with your dollar, which mm-hmm. is why I think marketing is essential to not cut out of. And oh, there's for certain sure. things that we're going to tell you not to save money on because that's when you have to double down on that connection because you want them to spend their, if they're thinking about where they're spending their money, then you want them to think of you as yeah. one of the top places. Happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jacqueline, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know. But guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates And it includes a three-month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. People are, are are holding closer to their like discretionary dollars during recession. So during this holiday season, they are still going to buy gifts. It depends on who they're going to buy for and what their budget is and what that gift will look like. So people still have money, you know? And so during this holiday season, how can you still connect with them to say, hey, we're here, we're selling, and this is perfect for you. If anything, it forces you to hone in on that connection with your customer. Mm -hmm. So one of the number one ways to save money is, and we're working, we're going to work on this with you in the third workshop in the holiday guide to getting ready workshop series, which if you have not signed up yet, make sure you go sign up. Um, it's the productboss.com slash holiday. Again, that's the productboss.com slash holiday, totally free workshop series. But what we're going to work on in the third workshop is that component of focus. And one of the ways that you save money is by focusing and you focus on your best sellers, which you kind of brought in Mm-hmm. In point one, in one B, <laughs> refer to point one B on this one. <laughs> and and why? Why would you save money on on honing on your bestsellers? I'll give you some examples. How much money does it cost you to make all the other things? Right, you have to buy the products or the raw goods. You have to do the development on them. So let's say you're you do you sell you candles have to really test well. It, sample it. Yeah. You sell candles really well all day. Every Actually, this is a perfect example from one of our students. Um, he brought up to us that he wanted to add on tin candles. So we're going to a recession. He has a very beautiful luxury line of candles. And one of his questions is, okay, with this potential recession looming, should I make candles out of tins and have a cheaper product line so that I can continue to make sales during the recession? And we said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Because in our minds, and this was just part of his coaching. So we gave him some solutions, but he should not because his brand is built on luxury clients. So in that case, he was overlooking the fact that his whole customer base was buying from him because they wanted the luxury. They wanted to spend more. They wanted his brand, the richness, the feel of it, all those things versus they don't care about buying a 10 for cheaper, right? Um, So 
it was really about his specific clientele and what he's offering them. So selling to them and understanding uh, what's already been sold to them, right? They've brought out their pocketbook for luxury candles. They haven't brought out their pocketbooks, you know, their luxury pocketbooks made of leather and probably, you know, They're pulling out the Louis Vuitton wallets. (laughs) Let's just say it. They're pulling out their Kate Spade or Louis Vuitton wallets to buy $40, $50 candles. And they're, by the way, candles that are more expensive than this candle. And we know, because we know that there's certain celebrities that buy from this brand. So we actually know like the type of dollars these people have. Um, So so what does that mean, right? That would mean instead of him going and spending money on development, on tin on new tins and trying to figure out the tins and new processes and the burn time, all these different things, the time testing, marketing, all this teaching his team. Yeah. Instead, we said, absolutely not because we're like, what do you sell? You sell these beautiful candles at this great price point to people who are willing to buy it. So Mm -hmm. you just have to make, you just have to connect more with those people and still be top of mind for them, they will keep buying from you during the season. Don't try and go get a whole new audience of people to buy cheaper. And don't think that your customer wants a cheaper version. Mm-hmm. They might buy less potentially, but they're not looking for the downgraded brand. And you're not looking to find new customers during this time that are like the cheaper customer. We're not racing to the bottom during the recession. We are staying true to our customers, what we've proven. This is not a time to test and try new things. Like there's the time to pivot, but it's not a time to be like, I'm going to go get a whole bunch of new customers that are like Walmart Walmart shoppers and try and compete mm-hmm. with Walmart during the recession. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. Because okay. they're not our competition. Okay. So save money by focusing on your best sellers. Save money in raw goods. Save money in the places that make sense to save money. But the Mm -hmm. third point we're going to bring to you is actually the exact opposite, which is we also want you to spend. You're also going to need to spend during this time to solidify your business. Yeah. So sustainability for your business has a lot to do with a lot of different things. One of the categories that never goes into recession is education and innovation. So for example, books. Books actually never go into recession because people always need books. People always are um, looking to improve themselves and self-learn, right? So this is like a self-learning category. So this is books, this is courses, this is digital education. This is actually um, traditional education too. So sometimes when somebody gets laid off, they will go back to university, for example, you know, so they'll get a degree or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And so they it's a category that doesn't get hit. Now, why is that? It's because people know that during this time they need to spend on skill set. They need to spend on the investment of skill set and support that they need to get through this. What does that look like for an entrepreneur? That means up-leveling your skills during this time, innovating, being creative. You had enough courage, enough like you know, spirit and courage and bravery to start a business in the first place. Not a lot of people do that. We meet people all the time that don't. And you've gotten to this point. Now, what do you need to do? You need to tap back into that creativity. You need to tap back into that scrappiness. And you need to think about how do I need to up-level myself? How do I need to improve myself? Because I am essentially the business, right? You're leading the business. As a small business owner, you have to 
continually improve your skill sets in order to get through easy times, hard times, whatever ends up being. So that's why education is really important. So what does that mean? You need to keep spending on where you need to up-level your skill sets in this current time. So do you need to spend money on, I don't know, marketing help, right? Do you need money on um, understanding how to, I don't know, do video or whatever it is? Certain skills during this time that you're like, ooh, I know I want to, you know, I know I need help on diversification. We just told you point one A and point one B of you need help with diversifying. Lots of people will get ahead and shortcut the time by investing in digital courses. This is the time that we've we've never seen this many resources as far as like access to education in this way, you know, online education, especially from the pandemic, right? So people will invest in that and the, it's essentially investing in themselves. So the people that will take that offer up will be the ones that really make it through this um, recession in a better way. They'll come out the other end because it will get hard and then it will get easy, but they will be light years ahead, you know, because of I that. Mean, that's why my business did so well in 2007, 2008, 2009. And the first few years of me starting a consulting business for startup fashion brands was because they knew they wanted to start a business they didn't know how. So the people yeah. that were smart, that they went and they got consultants or coaches, they went and hired other people to help fast track their results. They knew they, they couldn't do it alone. Yeah, because they could do it alone, but would they would they spend all their money and go out of business immediately? Would mm-hmm. it take longer and not have the results that they needed? So they have to go back and get a full-time job? Like, because you have time and money, right? And you will run out of them. So how much time are you going to put in until you run out of money? right? Or what kind of money are you going to spend so that you can get back time that you could fast track your results? So I will say that's why, and I know it was a service business, but that's why as a service, I did so well because the people I worked with, and I'm not cheap to work with me one-on-one, but they spent the money before they ever had proof of sales because they're like, I want this to happen and you are going to make it happen. So for all of you out there, if you're thinking, I, I want to diversify, I want to continue to stabilize and grow this business during you know this time of no matter what happens in terms of the economy, what are you going to do to make sure to get yourself guaranteed results? Mina brought mm-hmm. up courses, right? Mm-hmm. We have Multi-Stream Machine, which is an, it is a do-it-yourself course, but it's treated like a program because yeah. the idea in this program is that It is a do-it-yourself program where you get to come in and you get to create a roadmap and a blueprint for what you want to do, right? So you're thinking, okay, I want to grow my business. I want to use my best sellers. I want to diversify. I want to make sure I don't have all my eggs in one basket. I'm going to figure out what I need to work on in terms of saving money, work on my systems. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to get new eyes or connect deeply with my customers so they want to buy from me. And I'm going to figure out where I'm going to sell to diversify. And I know what I'm going to sell. So whether that's something for you, whether you work with us in a mastermind or you work with another coach or you find that education, the idea here is, is that when times are hard, you don't have to do it by yourself, but you may have to invest in yourself. You may have to get the people around you, you know, a spouse that buys into this and says, look, if I get the education, if I spend on myself, I will do the work. And I will get results much faster than you and I just keep putting like money in like month over month and hoping that it works, but there's not like a guaranteed result. And so this is the time that you double down on yourself. 
Yeah, the reason why I, I brought up courses and it, I feel like it, the reason why I keep going back to courses is because it's easy for all of us to wrap our minds around because it's the education category. Oftentimes, if we want to do something big or we're in transition in our lives, let's just say we got laid off. We are like, oh, I need this degree in order to do this, or I need to buy this education and, and knowledge in order to do this, right? So same goes for courses. You're able to buy that knowledge, the expertise, the education to do it. Now, the other part of that that Jacqueline was talking about is more of an accountability thing. So a lot of times, because digital courses are out there nowadays, you know, before when we had traditional education, traditional schooling, it was done in person. And um, you get that degree and you were held accountable by the professor or whatever. And the students that were around you, they were around you and they were with you. So you'll still see this different version of that people investing in group coaching, like we have the the um, product biz accelerator, um, people investing in masterminds, you know, that's because they know that they have to up-level themselves before they can create this life that they want, you know, and with knowledge, it's truly with knowledge, you know, and, and, and not even to create this life, they need it in order to innovate. So if you get the education and you know you need to innovate, and you want to sharpen your skills, if it was me, I would definitely invest in myself in the way of courses, group coaching, or masterminds, because I know that I would want to, um, you know, do be very specific in the things that I'd want to do. Oh, I want to diversify. Okay, I'm going to do this. I want to... Um, I don't know, um, get onto Amazon. I'm going to do this, whatever it ends up being, you know? And um, that way I know that, oh, okay, I can do it really, really quickly because lots of times in recession or, or downturn times, we saw this in 2020, speed of implementation is more important than ever. So if you do things quicker, speed of implementation, you learn quicker. The learning curve is shortened by a whole lot and you can pivot quicker, so then when you come out the other end of a recession or a pandemic or anything, you truly are way more ahead than the average business owner because you invested in yourself or you chose, you know, you you basically ran through the learning curve a lot quicker. Yeah. But here's one thing I want to say <clears throat> is when you're thinking about spending on yourself, I want you to think about diversification also in that. So yeah. there might be shiny sort of things that people are trying to sell you, right? It might be like, oh, here's a TikTok course or here's how to grow your Instagram. And they're very singular focused. Mm -hmm. But I want you to think as a business owner and going back to the idea of diversification and what is a more holistic way to look at your business? Because yeah. so many times people go and they're like, I need new customers. And they think, okay, I'm going to go to, who knows? Like I'm going to go to Instagram, Instagram Reels course or something. Yeah. I'm going to start Let's making Let's not put reels. your basket, all the eggs in that basket. Yeah, you know, we I'm have no idea. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to grow on TikTok and that is my place. It's great. If you can do mini courses or small investments and you know, you're going to go through it and implement it. Sure. But what at this point too, the time is, is the idea of diversification of education and the, what the return on your investment is going to be. How yeah. guaranteed are those results? How quickly can you move through them? How can you execute in an easier way? Is there a holistic way to look at your business where you're focusing on more than one mm -hmm. topic. I think I would that's say why. Holistic and long term. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about TikTok or Instagram, those are people that are more short sighted, in my opinion. Not I'm not saying that in condescending way. Short sighted in that they're thinking about what's happening right now. 
But we want you all to think about the long-term of your business, the sustainability of it, you know, the overall idea of diversification and what that looks like. It will take more than just a TikTok strategy. It will Mm -hmm. take more than just a good reel, you know? So what does that all look like? Yeah. So I think that's why I'll just say, and you'll learn more about some of our students in the coming weeks, but I think that's why our students have been so successful. We've had this course since 2018. So we've rode a whole bunch of waves through this. And it is a program. And the reason it's a program is you don't, multi-stream machine is not something where you start at module one, you end at module 10, and then you get to take action. But rather in module one, we help you create a blueprint to success. We call it the path to profit, where you actually get to choose what is my visibility strategy, which is your marketing, right? Is it a mix of TikTok and Reels mixed with email strategy, mixed with like a partnership connection? right? And where are you going to focus? It also talks about your system. So it also helps you look at your systems and say, okay, yeah, I need to, I need to focus on my business. I want to diversify the sales platforms. I need to work on my photos. My pricing's not there. You know, what kind of inventory? But not all at once. You can do everything. You just cannot do it all at once. So in our path to profit, we help you pick what you're going to focus on first. Like what is the most immediate systems you're going to focus on? What's the most immediate visibility plan you're going to focus on. And then also sales. So sales channel and sales platforms would be like, where are you selling now? And how do we stabilize that and continue to grow that? And then what kind of diversification would you add on to start selling in a new place? Like Sarah Wagner of Heartland Lettering. She was laid off from her full-time job. She was only a business on Etsy. She was selling a whole bunch of handmade items on Etsy. And then when she was laid off early, she wanted to become a full-time product boss, but plans changed. She was laid off. What did she do? She saved money by focusing on her bestsellers, right? She Mm -hmm. leaned into that. She sold more by focusing. So she wasn't spending money on all the things. And And then she was being coached by us. Yeah. She was a multi-stream machine. education around. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then when she figured out this is what's working, which were her soap, um, her soap bottles and then her, um, tumblers, she took the bestseller out of those, which were her soap tumblers, and she diversified and she got soap tumblers, soap bottles, soap, bottles, soap, soap tumblers. Hey, you're on to This is, yeah, you're on to something here. New product. <laughs> hint, hint. No. So, um, so she took the soap bottles. She worked on visibility by partnering with certain influencers, right? That mm-hmm. blew her up, like 400 sales in a day type blew her up, right? And then also then took this individual product, her bestseller, got it on Amazon. She went from making $2,000 a month to generating $30,000 only on Amazon per month selling singular products, like her bestsellers. So that is possible when the world flips upside down on you and your plans have been changed without you wanting to change them. But by focusing, by diversifying, by spending on the education, you are closer to guaranteed results and return on your investment of time, money, focus than trying to do this on your own and and thinking spaghetti at the wall. I'm not going to pay for education. I'm not going to invest in myself. I've got to save, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to spend all this time making all these things and hoping to goodness that somebody buys for me. Yeah. And I think that if we could kind of take it back a little bit of why this matters now is because this is all things that you can apply towards the holiday season. Now, holiday season is when you all will typically be making the most money or at least with intention, the most profit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. more profit. So if you apply these things during this time, it will really give you the leg up on other people, 
right? It will give you the leg up because you attended the workshops. You listened to the um, the coaching and you got aha moments. You also, if you become a multi-stream machine student, you get to know the community. You, you get the bonuses. You walk through them. You go through the course. You pick three things that you're working on now for the holiday season. It will set you up to get through this you know, who are you going to be spending this recession time with, right? So we want to set you up in a way that's like, okay, I'm going to set myself up to get through this with these people that are amazing, that are doing similar things, that are also, you know, living through this time of a down economy, but also doing very, very well. And then I'm going to come out the other end being a sharper, more skilled, more profitable and less worried person. Absolutely. So my friends, I hope that this was helpful. Um, We are going to get through it together. Stick with us. It's going to be amazing. Um, And, you know, this is entrepreneurship. It's a roller coaster. It happens and it's all going to be fine. So stay out of doom and gloom. Stay hopeful with us. Do the work that it's going to take. Believe in yourself. Develop that confidence and know that you're courageous because you are an entrepreneur and there are so many people that are not. So first and foremost, I want you to pat yourself on the back for being like, I am courageous. I already do things differently than so I many people. Scrappy. I, I am scrappy. I am creative. Mm-hmm. I am creative and I can do this. And even better, I can do this with you all and we can do this together. All right. Thanks, friends. Hey, Product Boss, it's that time of year again. The holiday season is just around the corner and here at The Product Boss, we are getting prepared early for the holiday season. Now, we know you're going to have a lot more than turkey and pumpkin pie on your plate later this year. So we wanna invite you to our free three-part workshop series, The Product Boss's Guide to Getting Holiday Ready and Recession-Proofing Your business. Now these workshops are brand new and revamped and we're sharing some of the biggest tips and tricks on how to prepare yourself and your business so you can 2x your sales without 2xing your efforts. And with talks of a down economy, we want to make sure that you feel confident and prepared to push through no matter what. Listen, product boss, if we've learned anything over the past two years, we know you've got this and we're stronger building our businesses together. And honestly, we have way too much fun to call it work. So the first workshop kicks off soon. Head to theproductboss.com slash holiday to sign up today and we will see you in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. Oh,